Hey everybody, welcome back into the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. It is a glorious <laughs> November Monday, mm. and the wind is not blowing in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's blowing. It's blowing. Not like, I can't even not. feel it because I was just in a wind tunnel yeah. on Saturday. <laughs> I uh, would say it's breezing. It's breezing. Just, just a light gust. That's, pleasant. Okay. Yes. That's pleasant. okay. It's pleasant. And Ohio State is 9-0. and They are in playoff <laughs> position, and they beat Northwestern 21-7. to just like we all predicted last weekend. That's Justin's <laughs> week. Bobby Carpenter. The sun is out in Columbus. Mm, so the guns sun's are out, out, our guns out, in, baby. In here, and Bill Landis and Nicole is uh, working, her, slaving away. Slaving. Trying to work on the Buckeye Bowl giveaway trip. Mm. Uh, and a lot of, you know, just handling business. Only three, t- three games left to win. That's right. So she she's handling business. Uh, she didn't want to come in this week and talk about the score prediction of 72-3, to three, I believe it was. Was that hers? That was her prediction. I well, I mean, we all kind of missed the well, spot on that. I actually, one. <clears throat> I actually said that Ohio State wasn't going to cover last week, and so I think that counts. That's a big win for the program. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> well, I think part of it too. Yeah. If we could have readjusted after, well, yes, if we knew what the weather was going to be, the weather like, right? conditions. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. asking me to pick a game on Monday, and I didn't realize we we're going to have some sort of. Yeah, I was thinking the best, best possible weather, you know, out there, and it was not that. In Chicago. It sure wasn't. Burn will be in in the second half of the show. He can tell us what it was like to be out there for three and a half hours Ugh. at Ryan Field. It wasn't fun. Were you in the before. safe, friendly confines of the press box? Bill and I spent That's the right. first hour and a half down on the field getting uh, a good taste of what was coming. Mm. It actually, I think, got much worse. And I don't know that the television broadcast did it justice. Mm-hmm. When you could see the officials' pants like look like they're about <laughs> to rip off. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't look that windy. Of course, it doesn't look that windy. I'm like, look at his pants blowing wow. as if it's like some sort of, he's got to trim the sheet on those things. There's out of <laughs> yeah, control was, flapping around. I mean, that field goal clip going around, it really just kind of showed, you know, gave us an idea yeah. here. Bill and I were down there for that, and it just went, it was, it was headed right down the middle, and it took a little 20-yard draw, and Noah Ruckles just stood there and went, yeah, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, yeah. Just play the wind. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so, so got hard right to left. You yeah. Break that thing back. If you got anything above like 10 feet in the air, he was standing there. We were watching him go through his normal warm-ups. He was basically on the goal line, just no step back, swinging from 10 yards away, and he was still missing. From 10 yards because it was so difficult. Is if you got anything up there, and yeah. then to try and throw, which Ohio State then – Tried to do 26 times. Probably wasn't. In all fairness, there was 10 completions. There probably should have been 15. Been. Yes, there was agreed. about five drops. I agree. That I'm looking like, CJ, I don't know what else you could have really done, mm, man. Nothing. You put it on the guy's hands. I understand it's moving. It's tough for the receivers, too, because there's a little drift there with the wind. But you got to catch it. Well, and, you know, ball. if you're ex- expecting a change up or this, and all of a sudden, you know, and that, it gets on you a little faster maybe with that wind coming behind it. But, uh yeah, there's a couple that I, th- I thought they should have come down with. Now that's always easy to say when you're sitting at home in the yeah. comforts of, you know, seventy degree weather indoors. <laughs> well, Mecca, kind of getting sweaty. You did ask Emeka about the one that the touchdown, the touchdown that he dropped. Yeah, he he said that um, they got a little lazy with their eye discipline because maybe you expect the timing to be a certain way, then the wind changes that off, and mm-hmm. you have to really look the ball into your hands. And a couple of times, I think that didn't happen. He dropped the one. Cade probably Cade dropped had one two. in the middle. Yeah, sure two, I think. Yeah. Julian was not credited with the drop, but I felt like maybe he had one or two. He had one too. Yeah. There was one that you would have expected him to him to come down with. Yes. So eh. it was an unusual game, and I come away from this one <laughs> thinking, Bob, that Ohio State did survive the weather and they won. And a lot of times you just say, hey, the coach goes up and says, "Well, you win. That's all that really matters." Like the rest, you know, that's all we wanted to do. Actually, kind of. Buy that on Saturday more than any other opportunity because I don't think 
those exact scenario, that exact scenario is going to be duplicated again. <laughs> you would hope it wouldn't. I mean, the odds of it happening again are pretty minimal. We've had great weather. Now, who knows the next three weeks? And the, the reality is, I think the only one where talent would be equitable enough for that would make a difference is probably November 26th. Uh, but, t- you know, the weather is always the great equalizer because not only was it, you know, windy, but it was like it rained in the morning. That field, like, how soft is that field down there? It's like it's like front yard grass. Well, I try to yeah. tell us, like, not only is it long, but it's like it gives a lot. Like, you're going to take lots of earth on cuts. They weirdly, they cut it pretty short. and It I was think, not that long. Yeah. yeah, it almost did the reverse of normal and made it like a more slick environment yeah mm-hmm. so you have to deal with that so like weather is always the great equalizer because if you can't throw the ball like all right well we're gonna get guys up in the box we're gonna do some things and i understand that contributes to the run game i, I respect ryan's creativity they got under center a little bit and they had some old school play action stuff off there some of those should have been caught you know some traditional runs out of that um you know which was good the one thing i understand they have an unblocked hat but the unblocked hat doesn't account for the fact that there's defensive line penetration mm-hmm. and add to barrier or whatever Whatever is yeah. number ninety nine, he made some money there. He's That's a defense. talking to him. They move him all around the line, and I'm, they're like against us. They're going to probably play him inside because that's where you're going to get the best matchups. And he had penetration, so I'm like I don't care about the extra hat. Mm-hmm. That's something that my end can worry about. But when he has to make a cut a yard and a half right deep, yep. people are like he looks slow. I'm like he looks slow because there wasn't anywhere to go. Yeah. Like he's running laterally because there's nowhere inside, and they're right. all lateral runs. Those are the reasons why. So you know you did survive in advance. You could have been Clemson. Could have been Bama. I mean, there's a number of other teams. Yeah. Like, could have been Tennessee. You got yeah. beat pretty bad. Um, but there are some issues that they have three weeks now to really address that need to kind of get figured out. Um, and probably the one is that interior line play yeah. that they've got to get figured out. Well, I think the three, you know, I think they had three weeks starting last weekend to try and, right. all right, let's start figuring this thing out. And I think that was a perfect opportunity to say, all right, the weather's going to be bad. Hey, guys up front, we're leaning on you today. And, I agree with Bob. I mean, there's times, yes, you're going to have, you know, Northwestern knows, all right, we got this wind. That's another defender for us. Let's try and just make sure we stop the run. If they want to beat us with the pass in this weather, great. But there was that interior, you know, movement where it's like, all right, well, yeah, they may have been having an extra guy there or you know, they knew we were going to run, but you're having to make a cut right after you take the handoff, and mine's not that. You know, that's where Trey actually would have come in, I think, and, and maybe done a little bit better because he's a little quicker to make those moves. You know, mine is a downhill kind of guy. Get going and break some tackles and get through those. But you can't – you got to get him to the line of scrimmage. Uh-huh. You can't have him, you know, get the handoff and then have to make something happen, especially with, a you know, a knee that might be a little bum. You know, he's, he's fighting through and playing. Uh, so that <clears throat> interior part scared me a little bit because it's like, man, I thought this was going to be a game where, hey, we're going to show this offensive line has a chance to come out and be dominant and take it to this team and – you know, we won, and it was terrible weather, and it's 11 a.m., and, you know, out there playing is different. In front of but tens and tens of fans. Tens they, and tens of Ohio State fans. They were, they were, <laughs> Northwestern didn't come out of their indoor field house, so there was no environment until 45 minutes before kickoff. They didn't play any music when Ohio State was out there for warm-ups. They were trying to, and Kevin Wilson came over and was like, yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. It's designed <laughs> yeah, to try to lull you to sleep. And it worked. Yeah. Well, like, I think Bill was saying before, like the 100 yards they got in, you know, on sure. offense in the first quarter, and it's like, all right, maybe our guys woke up a little bit, and, you know, defense played pretty good after that. Yeah, I thought that, I don't, I'm not super concerned with the defense. That The rotation is one thing, but in terms mm-hmm. of, like, production, like they scored one time. They're only a threat to score maybe one other time. 
it's much more about the offensive line for me. Like, I don't care what the conditions are. That team gave up 200 rushing yards, Miami, Ohio. Like, you should be able to move them yes, off the line of scrimmage, and they, and they were not. Um, Iowa had 400 and some yards against them. Yeah, it's just like, that's, <laughs> it's, they're just not a good defense. Yeah. And, and they're not a really good, good defensive line, and Ohio State couldn't move them, which is concerning. They have yes. one good play. I mean, they have one legitimate NFL caliber mm-hmm. yeah, Sunday he's good. player. Yeah. And I joked, we're supposed to have five. Yeah, and I, I joked with those guys at Ohio State, I'm like, you know, I joked even this morning on the radio. I'm like, you know, reading the mean tweets, Shark, it's awesome. He's like, the internet, you know, social media is a really educational place. Like, we learn <laughs> oh, so gosh. many things. So mm-hmm. I learned that Ryan Day is a terrible coach despite losing only one Big Ten game. <laughs> you know, I learned that C.J. Stroud has regressed despite mm-hmm. being the outside. He lost the Heisman on Saturday. <laughs> well, he did, and then Hendon right. lost Well, then the Hendon again, exactly. Yeah. Um, he's <laughs> like, all these things you learn, you're like, yeah, but, you know, you still won the game. They were still able to get some things going. Um but the reality is, I told him, like, I wonder what they said about us. Like, we actually did lose a game yeah. up there, the only yeah. one in 50 years. Yeah, I'm like, 50 years. Now, with that being said, they had Lewis Castillo and Barry Cofield, Barry Cofield defensive tackle, oh, yeah. two dudes who played, like, combined 17 or 18 years in the league. I think it made a pro bowl <laughs> or two. Like, really talented Barry guy. hit me on the first play of that game and said, yeah. it's going to be a long day, Jay-Z. And I said, ah, I hope not, but yeah, it was. But they had him and Lewis Castillo, two dudes yeah. who was, like, oh, yeah. first and third round picks. Like, they had one guy that you felt like, okay, there's a mismatch there. Let's lean on him. We still have five to block four. We can get to the second level. Mm-hmm. And it just, it really, it wasn't as crisp and it wasn't as clean as you would have liked to have seen it. I understand that you weren't going to go out and have 500 yards of offense. But, yeah. I mean, I watched I watched Notre Dame rush it for 268 yards on Clemson. And they shut down Clemson's running game, which is all they had. Mm-hmm. And we ran the ball on them pretty well. Yeah. So it was like, pretty I, windy in South Bend, too. It's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what, it's just, I don't know if yeah. I would say regressed. And maybe it was environment. Maybe it was all of those. I don't know. I, I, this is the third week in a row, right? I mean, yeah. the last two weeks we didn't have a hundred yard rusher. Now I know we had two hundred yards, you know, whatever. But it just didn't feel clean. It didn't feel, you know, tough. Tough. I mean, oh, and that's yeah. what they've been talking about this whole this whole off season, this whole season. It just didn't feel like we were taking it to them. And one other thing, Bill, to your point, like, I'm not overly concerned about the defense, but I there is some a concern, but I'm. Some second level tackling. Yeah, like they were nine of twenty on third down. That's why they possessed the ball for thirty six and a half minutes yes. of the game. Now I understand Pat Fitzgerald did his best Jim Trestle impersonation. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna make this the worst environment ever. We're just gonna <laughs> stand over the ball. We're gonna be waiting for it. We're gonna be looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not. We're not gonna punt into the wind ever. And he did a great job. He put his gave his, his team a chance to win, but. Also, I looked like, okay, J.K. Johnson missed a tackle last week that led to that touchdown. Yep. Missed a couple on the edge this week. It just wasn't. I know the ground is wet. It's slick. But they've been a really good tackling team all year. And I don't want to see that, like, carry over and bleed out to mm-hmm. where, like, okay, now the last three or four weeks we have an issue with getting guys on the ground at the second, third level. So I, I mentioned this to Jay-Z before we started. And, like, so Tanner McAllister has missed a few tackles in the last two weeks as well. I'm trying to think when it comes to that, he mentioned the toughness. Like, I don't really, I didn't feel on Saturday like Ohio State didn't play a tough game because it was hard to do it. And the energy oh. and the effort from those guys that were out yeah. there, I thought was good. I thought the, the problem became you're asking Tanner McAllister or J.K. Johnson, Ohio State's playing like nickel against a yeah. goal line package. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I understand that there may be benefits to doing so. And Jim Knowles wound up you know, doing exactly what he needed to do to win the game. But there were situations that are like, Tanner McAllister shouldn't be having to go fill a yeah. rushing lane necessarily against seven offensive linemen and a wildcat. Well, and part of it too, like Cody Simons played really well. When they've gone to their three linebacker package, they ran a lot of it against Iowa. They've used it a handful of times this year. Like, 
They have the personnel to do that. Missing tackles isn't a toughness thing. To me, it's a little bit of focus, a little bit of technique. Like Toughness is, to me, in the front seven, whether you're, the line of scrimmage is moving, mm, yes. you feel like you're getting kind of you know oozed on a little bit. That I don't think that was the case. It was just, hey, it's third and eight, and we're letting the quarterback scramble around. We're you know slipping and falling on the ground. Like We've got to find a way. Whether it's a D-line, the linebackers, and even sometimes when you fill it up and the ball goes right where it's supposed to go, and you have yeah. an unblocked hat there, like that guy has to nice. make it a one or two yard gain. It yep. can't be a missed tackle for five, and then the sticks are being moved. Yeah, move those chains, I believe, as they say. That's right. Exactly. Um, we'll, we'll put a pin in that, especially the defensive line talk. We'll come back uh, for more on that, I promise you. But we got to get into the Roosters' Buckeye leaves <sighs> from this game. It's a little bit more difficult this week mm-hmm. than others. So Bill's going to have to go first and prove that he's ready Ooh. to fill Nicole's shoes. <clears throat> it's pretty difficult. Um, Whose smile do you like? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, know. Nicole. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Mayan Williams. Ah! It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't his most productive day, but he's hurt. Um, that was a tough game to to run the football in. He still finished over 100 yards. Really tough run. Angels. Really, <laughs> really tough run on the 27 yard touchdown run, bouncing off of a couple players. Um, and he's just really good at kind of making something happen when there's that much block for him. So um, I thought, it, while it was not his most productive day, I thought maybe it still might have been his best day so far this season. Yeah, I was going to go with mine. That's my of guy. You, you know, I mean, that's that's my guy. I've been been on that train for a while, but uh, yep. you know, I, I think CJ, and you know. It, if you'd have told me he was going to have more rushing yards than passing yards, I would have said, we're in trouble. But that's what we had to do, right? And he came out afterwards and just said, like, hey, I tell Coach, run me if you want to run me. Do it. You know, use me the way you want to. And that's what they need to do. And getting that on film in November is not a bad idea. You know, I mean, it's not bad to have that. And he, we needed it. So, you know, I would love to have seen him finish that run for a score. You know, he was kind of indecisive on him. I'm going to step out of bounds. And, ah, I don't know. I okay, I'm out. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, just go ahead and, you know, go ahead and finish that one off. But, uh, you know, he, he did what he had to do. It was, I mean, being a quarterback in that wind and that weather, it had to just been miserable. I mean, you had. I think they probably had to go under center a few times just because that shotgun snap could get blown away and, you know, something bad could happen. So, I mean, having that, he – put the ball in the number a few times that weren't caught, you know, and when they asked him to do so. And so I, I think he fought through. It wasn't his, you know, a Heisman day for him, but he didn't care about that. He wanted to get the win, and, and that's what they did. So I'll they, go with him. Bill, they were under center a third of the time. Is that right? 30, yeah, a third of the time, yeah. There was one play in the fourth quarter when they were trying to run the game out, and Luke Whippler is, like, looking down at the ball, and the wind blew the ball across yeah. the field. Oh, yeah. CJ's, like, freaking out, and then Ryan Day from the side. And he said, like, go up under. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Don't yeah. snap this out of the shotgun because he's afraid where the ball was going <laughs> It's insane. Oh, yeah, that's that's a real issue. Yeah. I mean, when you, I'm glad that that's one thing, like, Urban refused. We should not be able to do that, Urban right? Urban refused yeah. <laughs> every under center. I'm like, quarterback sneak from the gun. Don't, why? Or don't like, but, but don't even like it. taking knees at the end of the I game. I'm like, why would you ever subject yourself? It's to amazing, isn't it? More and more variables that could yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, my Buckeye leaf is going to go to Justin Fields, who broke the NFL. Hey, right. He broke. So he, was, he, was he was in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. played in Chicago, <laughs> and he's a Buckeye, and had a great day. Now he lost, but. Put together a great deal. They finally got him a receiver. So right at the same time, they also got rid of all their good defensive players. Yeah, like, but they were able. He 187 yards or whatever had on the ground. 78. 78. Yeah, yeah, yeah. broke Michael Vick's rushing record. Looked like a dude. Looked. He looked faster there than I ever thought he was at Ohio State. So um, they could go with Tommy and Steele. They had like 21 tackles between them and were great. But I figured the real Buckeye champ in the Windy City was <laughs> finally people <laughs> realizing. Okay, they had no one before. Now they have a little bit of talent, and they're asking, mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Why don't we? 
roll you the po- roll the pocket, do some yeah. things that you might do better than others, and we'll have some success. So I'm gonna go with that. There you go. I think it's hilarious as somebody who really wants Justin Fields to thrive in the face of adversity with Chicago trying to ruin him. Like, okay, you get no weapons for a while, and we're not going to let you throw the first month of the season or all of last year. You're going to do a limited offense, and the defense is going to be really good. They're going to try to win that game. And they're like, wait, Justin Fields is a special talent. Yeah, how about now that? let's yeah. give him some help and call, get some creative <laughs> yeah. play calling. Score more points. But we'll force him to score every single position because <laughs> we're going to get rid of all the defensive players. Yeah. It's a great strategy Chicago's trying well, to do. Well, the Bears are known to be, you know, there's strategy going on about, there. You were talking about drops. I mean, the fourth down, he put it right on, as it's me saying, like, St. literally. St. Brown. St. Yeah. Brown, yeah. It could be St. Brown. Like, put it right on him. And I like, hit him in the chest and bounced down on fourth and ten. I'm like, I don't know what you want. He could have done anything. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he threw it right to him, and yeah. he dropped it. It's a tough one. I'll give uh, my Buckeye leaf this week to Luke Whipler, as we said. Whipler snapping was difficult, and there's been a lot of conversation. Jay Z brought up sort of you guys both did the interior run blocking. I think that's at guard. I think the center is doing yeah, fair. great yes. work. I think Luke Whipler is playing at a really high level and maybe not getting enough attention for that. It's it's easy to just. Lump those three mm-hmm. all together, 100%. Yep. and I think you got to separate that. Not fair. He handled the snaps well. So if thirty three percent are under center, you still had to get yeah. the shotgun snap out sixty seven percent of the time. So that's uh, a job well done from Luke Whipler. High level. Uh, we don't call out the center's name as often, maybe as we should. He's doing. And when you don't mention it, then that's a good thing. Yes, Offensive line thing, yes, that means yes. you're not getting penalties and you're not getting upset. Yeah, one hundred percent. Bill, you have to take. Uh, Nicole Spot and do the first half preview for Indiana. So her score prediction uh, is hot off the press, thirty-eight to ten. I think she Ooh, she feels she's a little, a little shy from she this feels last a little weekend. Nervous yeah. after what happened last week, <laughs> the spread's thirty-eight. Right? The spread, I believe, uh, according to Tipico Sportsbook, is forty-one. Forty-one. Ooh. Oh my goodness! And if you want to care, if you're carrot, oh yeah, this like a, what's a ten-day? It's going to be a little colder, but it's supposed to be pretty nice weather. Like, I mean, Saturday. Drops forty a lot. It but does, yeah. but it's what's the wind? Six percent chance of rain. Hit that thing five to yeah, ten. I fifteen mean, to twenty five. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's not mm. what it was last week. Well, I feel like it's getting up there. Though. It is getting up there. It is the one thing like, the, the horseshoe though. It's got really high walls. I don't know. You know what? Who knows? It comes down the top. <laughs> it's, it's well, it's gonna feel like a cakewalk compared to what they were in yeah. last week. We are, I'm sure we but. are paying. <laughs> so much attention now because we. Well, seen, these numbers mean so much, <laughs> they Austin. Do, they do mean. They do mean a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm mattress Mac just won seventy seventy five mil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I will not pretend to know a whole lot about Indiana, although I yeah. did see them get boat raced by Penn State this week, so that's probably enough. Um, They've lost six in a row. Yeah, they're uh, they're not loving everybody, as far as I can tell. Yeah, their program seems to be in a little bit of of, of shambles, and they, and they lost their whoever down to their third string quarterback, quarterback. They lost last week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think Ohio State wins pretty comfortably. Uh, let's call it a forty-five to ten. But I guess that's a cover for Notre Dame. Yeah. Did they bring in Xander Diamante? I back? think they should be about, a lot. Oh, that, yeah. the model in any, in any <laughs> Derek Zoolander. If Indiana's <laughs> short on options, I think they should be allowed to play Xander Diamante. Couldn't turn left. He almost beat the Buckeyes, man. When I can't yeah. think of who the other team's quarterback might be that week, I just automatically just assume it's Xander Diamante. <laughs> that's the name I go to. Why not? Is there something that you want to see in particular from Ohio State on Saturday, Bill? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess run the ball like well, but I wanted to see that this week too. I'm I'm at the point with it where I understand the frustration with it, but I also am just like we'll see, we'll see on November 26 what happens. I don't like they can run for 350 against Indiana. I don't know if it'll mean anything. Right? Yeah. You know, the next week against Maryland, I don't know if it'll mean anything. Indiana beat Illinois though. <laughs> That's true. 
Uh, yeah, but I want to see. I, I I would like to see them win more consistently up front. Probably is more than anything else. I don't really care what the final number is. I just don't want to see guys getting driven in the backfield like they were last week. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, echo Bill's sentiments there. They're pretty on point. I mean, it's not really a score as much as it is a feeling when you're watching mm-hmm. a game. Like, yeah, we could score seventy here if we need to. We could probably run for three hundred yards if that was needed. I look at this Indiana their offense is it's amazing. As Tom Allen got there, their defense got a lot better. And their offense was still good. And then Kevin left, and it's like slowly eroded Declining. back to like. Yeah, back to Indiana. Back, back to Indiana. <laughs> They're full Hoosiers. Yeah, full Hoosiers. Yes. And you never go full Hoosier. Uh, you don't want to, because that's when the scores get lopsided. Exactly. I'm going to go 55 to, 55 to 10. But you don't have to give your score prediction. Oh, you had some time, Bob. Yeah. That's right. Never mind. He so, might change his mind. Let him marinate. Yeah. 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 Let, let him marinate. We're going to let Bill uh, go out and get. What are you going to eat today? Probably going to get some uh, boneless wings mm. and a little bit of mac and cheese bites. Maybe maybe see what these uh, mozzarella stick appetizers are about. Wow, that's good. Hey, how about that? Mozzarella stick. Ooh, what are those? That's right. Are those two dollars? Yeah. No, nope. appetizer not, Tuesday. Not today, not today, but on Tuesday. Ooh, appetizer Tuesday, two dollars all day long at all your roosters' mm, locations, you and we don't even have a. Oh, oh, do we have a uh, code? Yes, that, that might right be here. That's uh, a menu. Uh, that's a menu. But it's the same idea. There is another QR code that is on the magazine. So we have the Buckeye Bowl Trip giveaway that Nicole is feverishly planning right now. We're about to select our ninth winner. Nice we still point. have 10, 11, and 12 pair of tickets to the Buckeye Bowl game. It's looking like it could be at least a New Year's Day Bowl with the Buckeyes mm. being 9-0. Hey, all right. Two tickets, airfare, deluxe hotel deluxe. accommodations, some swag, two tickets to the game. Mm. It's great. Roosterswings.com. Go there to register. Officials wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Well done, Bob. We're going to take a break. Uh, We're going to be right back here in the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. Roosters has been so fortunate. We just want to be able to give some of that back to the community. They donate to organizations that are near and dear to their heart, and we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long time. They always go above and beyond to help support our foundation to further help veterans. It's just a wonderful feeling to know that Roosters supports the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back in here to Roosters to break down more Ohio State 21 Northwestern 7 because Berm is here. The seat got oh, a lot yeah. uglier. A lot uglier in this yeah. seat. Well, we didn't want to say anything. Yeah, that's all right. I'll say it for you. <laughs> here, but you Nicole, know what? Yeah, I know, yeah. Burn. Man, here's the best part though is we're gonna get a we're gonna get a shot of optimism in the arm from Berm. Yeah, absolutely. All the good things. Mm. Mm. Remember, I think, I think you're if you're a football you're confusing fan. which one of us a, is the cynic and which one is the optimist. Oh. Buckeye Leaf goes to Jesse Marco. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was not an easy day to kick, and he averaged over 45 yards a punt. Pretty good. They used them a lot, too. Yeah, and the thing is, in that sort of game, even though Northwestern, their offense shouldn't be able to really move the ball effectively, that game is going to be about field position, and all, if you give them a short field, you never know what happens. They forced Ohio, Ohio State did force them to have extended drives, which they had two of. One of them led to a touchdown, one didn't. Um, and so I, I think for Marco, like that game – you really got to go out there and hit the ball well, and and he did. So, here's how I know in my Sunday conversation with Schlegs, oh lord, how unsatisfied he was with what happened on Saturday. He named all the specialists as for his Buckeye list. <laughs> nobody on offense, <laughs> nobody on defense. That has never happened I mean, before no. in my time knowing. But at least he got all the specialists. Nothing. He asked me right before we started. He's like, the new long snapper is Mason Arnold, right? And I'm like, yeah. 
why? <laughs> and he named them all. But he left off Jaden Fielding. I'm like, you sure you don't want to just throw him in there too for the yeah. kickoffs? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing I mean, but specialists. Emeka Booker catching the punts that were – I mean, that's not yeah. easy. To oh, I'm amazed. Well, I mean, long snapping in yeah. that wind. I mean <laughs> – I'm amazed that he tried to catch his field as many as he did. I, that's I was actually speaking dangerous. with um, one of the Ohio State staff members before the game, and I was like – don't even send anyone back yeah. to punt. Yeah. Don't try to catch him. Unless just it bounces, like, you, you can just prevent mm-hmm. it from bouncing further. But on grass, it doesn't bounce yeah. that much like, anyway. Don't even send anyone back. Just go after every punt. I mean, yeah. just go out there and force the, the action that way. I was surprised they even sent anyone back. I will say, Parker, that was smart. That the fact that they did not get hit by a punt, Yeah, like that's – the amount of times I've had arguments with my special teams coaches in the NFL where I'm like, dude, it's like 30-mile-hour wind gusts. You want us to try to return this. You're asking for one of us to get hit by a ball. Yeah. There were a couple times. That there was one, I think, in the third quarter, um, or maybe the fourth quarter, where Mecca Buka just full out, like, I, you could see him yelling at people, like, yeah. pointing, like, that's, run the other way. That's why I thought, if you're if Northwestern was punting into the wind, they were content to just dribble it down yeah. the field. They should have, Ohio State should have sent all 11 up to the line. Yeah. If you can block one, yeah. flip the field position. They weren't trying to actually punt it anywhere. And the problem with trying to, uh, cover and block was that you had five guys yep. running down there trying to block some you know, yeah. poison pill mm-hmm. to bounce off of them. It was a risky yeah. proposition. Again, that's an example of how bizarre Saturday was and why just surviving it was important because yeah. like, oh. none of that stuff's ever going to happen again. On Snap Judgments on Saturday, I Snappy said that, that Snappy it reminded Jays. me of the 2018 game at Michigan State where Drew Christman just kept putting Michigan State in a terrible position over and over and over, and eventually the Ohio State defense cracked it and got a defensive score with Haskell Garrett picking off the ball in the end zone. Like I thought that that I was convinced that was going to happen on Saturday when Jesse Merkel puts what he did was very different. He's never kicked it that way before. He kicked it exactly to the left when he's rolling out to the right and put it out of bounds. That was I don't think I've ever seen that. And, and it was level. absolute perfect punt. And my brain at that point like okay here, here here's the play for the defense that's going to change this game and then the wrong defensive linemen were out there uh, hmm. again and you say and then they had a 75 yard drive that ended up in a fourth uh down conversion that they didn't get and that you know ultimately ended the game but the Buckeyes should have been able to put that game away with that punt and um, uh yeah what do you mean the wrong yeah tell us about game? that well I just think that it's pretty clear that Zach Harrison JT2 Malolau, <laughs> Teron Vincent, Playing and, very well and anyone else next to Teron Vincent. Primarily Mike Hall. Primarily Mike Hall. Oh, yeah, Mike. Yeah. I remember that name. Seemed to be making more plays than other guys who were on the field. So at a point in the game when it's pivotal and you have to make a play with your best players, it, and this is especially troubling to me because it's not like Zach Harrison and JT2 Malolau are your best pass rushers. They are also your best defensive ends against the run. Yeah. Uh, so to not have them out there against a team that you know was going to run the ball hmm. at their own four-yard line with the hmm. game on the line, I hmm. don't understand at all. And I don't want to continue to belabor that point. I know there's been a lot of that talk, but it, it was extremely puzzling to send guys out there who you know are getting beat up physically when the other guys aren't. I think it is a legitimate question and a legitimate concern if you're talking yes. about November 26th. And I will... Uh, let you two weigh in on that. You played the game. You understand that you're probably not going to play every single snap. But the explanation, when I asked Larry Johnson about a month ago about the rotation, and I wanted to be fair and say this is something I've been critical of, why are you doing it? And the answer is, A, he's always done it throughout his career. He believes in it. And, B, he wants guys to be fresh in the fourth quarter. I don't agree with that because I think you can win in the first half if you're Ohio State. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that's what he believes. Well, then – I'm going to need another explanation for why 
these <laughs> snap counts happen. The fourth quarter, there were 23 plays. Okay. JT Tuimolau played 11. Zach Harrison played 12. Mike Hall, for the entirety of the game, played 19. That's the really That's ridiculous. Just those three. When they had 76 But especially if you're oh, saying yeah, they ran. But they were mostly like. when you got to win it. And here's the other thing, too. It takes more energy to rush the passer and does play the run, especially the way the game was. These were like lateral runs, crazy all over the field, yeah. up tempo. Where you're running around. You have to get on and off. I mean, guys are standing there like waiting, especially when you're going. They were going into the wind. Right. All right, it's like literally a play every forty-five seconds. Yeah, Northwestern was running the clock down yeah. to two. They didn't have a quarterback on the field sixty percent of the time. You knew that they were running the ball. It just was an absolute. I'm going to add one more thing to that number, which was something that I saw with my eyes. Ooh. It was third and long in the fourth quarter, and JT Tuimola was ready to run out on the field. You couldn't see it on the television cameras, I assume. But he was pulled back to the sideline, and so what he did, he was not tired. He ran down and started doing pass rush moves on his own on the sideline. Ooh. It was almost like, That's... hey, remember me? I'm the one of the best. I'm the one who had the best defensive performance of Ohio State history last week. I don't. Am I making too big a deal out of this, Bob? I just like they won well, the game. But Bob, let me ask you this question. I, I, and this ties in him. How many plays do you think Alabama had Will Anderson off the field for against LSU? Um, I'm guessing that game they probably had 80 plays. I bet he played at least 65 snaps. I actually have the answer for you right here. <laughs> I'm going to throw out some numbers. Because I think it's important to know how many game, like sure. how many snaps. Will Anderson, 70. B.J. Ojulari, 87. Dallas Turner, 58. Makai Wingo, 84. So I would say the 87 is probably every play almost. Yeah. So, he played, so he played 70 of 87. So about like fi- 15 plays off. If you come off for two or three, like two or three, you're good. Now that's 87 plays in a game where there's – the ball's being thrown around. There's mm-hmm. pass rushing. There's yeah. other stuff. This is not apples to apples, of course, because you are playing oh, a yeah. one-dimensional defense, mm-hmm. offense that you knew was not going to pass the football. Brian, Ke- Brian Kelly is going to make those guys run and like make it tough. The other thing when you rush the passer is you're supposed then, if the ball is complete, to turn and then run, yeah, like run after. 25 yards down the field. Like If they run it to you, it's physical and it can beat you up a little bit. But as far as like gassing you and wearing you down – you're saving 15 yards. It's the same, yeah. Yeah, like you're literally holding the point, coming off and trying to make a tackle. You moved like five yards. It, it involves energy, but not near like – You're not sprinting you, out and around yes. and then getting in and sprinting downfield and getting winded that way. Those guys would much rather do that. I want to know what – I mean, say on offense, like I expected, you know, as quarterback, we played every play, whatever. Yeah, yeah you rotate, rotate your receivers, play. you know, it is what it is. But as a defensive – it's like a linebacker. I imagine you would have had some issue – if we were getting down into a game in the fourth quarter and, and our oh. DNs who should be out there are not out there, and you knew this, what would you – it wouldn't have been, it would have been this, pretty – Is this a facetious question? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, what do you think these guys – what do you think stealing – do they notice it? Do they, they do. see it? Tommy and I mean, like, you, see, you see JT going down and doing pass rush moves on his own in the fourth quarter because he wants to be in the game, and they're telling him no. Like, how does that work? I would have yelled over the sideline. Well, yeah, I, I know. Have called you would have called a timeout and taken your helmet said, off. Get him yes, out. Yes, in the middle of the field. Give yeah. him. Get, you're in. You're yeah. out. What are you doing? No. Get off the field. You right? come in. So, I mean, there's got to be some of that, right? Oh, I, those guys are such – they're high-quality humans, much more than me. I was <laughs> – I, was a, I didn't mean to. I wasn't I was saying that. Have a wild card. Bob. I was hey, anti- Bob was our shankable guy. You know, like we didn't know what he was going to do. An anti-establishment, <laughs> uh, an AI guy. 
uh, into our AE guy, just bad, <laughs> yeah. bad human being. No. Um, yelling at coaches and stuff. Below the line. There was a lot of below the line thoughts that went there. You know, but I was like hanging on to the line yeah. so I could always pull myself up no, and I kind of lived. Yeah. Why does that line keep getting out of the line? Well, there's 245 pounds attached to it. Yeah, he drags below it just so he can stay. Uh, when he needs to pop up above the steward, he can. Yeah. Uh, but that's, you know, and that, that can be an issue. I mean, well, yeah, because I, you know, we don't see JT doing that there inside were times, them, right? But there were times did. on the offense that I would question why certain guys are yeah, in there well. on the field. Because I'm standing <laughs> yeah, over there, like, why are you beside me? <laughs> yeah. Get your butt out there. He said I can't go in. Yeah. No, <laughs> you need to be on the field. Most notably, Antonio Pittman, when our junior mm. year, mm. was like, uh, yeah. "Buddy, you run really hard. Yeah. Get out there on the field." So, yeah, like, I, I don't particularly have an issue with rotation if the players are playing on the same level and it's clear that they're not. And that is the biggest, even if there's small drop, like, and I understand working guys in, but like you said, at pivotal moments in the game, you got to have your best players out there though. Right. I mean, mean, unless my call, I mean, well, here's the question. You have a, you have a first down on the four yard line, take your guys in, try and get a sack or get a safety or if you think that my call and I don't, they didn't, we didn't ask about this. It was a short uh, press conference in the in the closet there in Northwestern. Oh, what? Yeah, their How facilities awesome. are amazing over yeah, there. How awesome is that? Is <laughs> that's that the worst room. place. The Ain't, worst. Thank the Lord that place is being bulldozed. But so here's, I mean, and I will certainly be continuing to ask about this going into tomorrow uh, in the Woody. Like, if you thought that Mike Hall was healthy enough to play, and he, to my eyes, he sure looked pretty impactful. You know, why did he play just 19? And if you thought that there was a risk and you needed to put him on a snap count, why did you play him at all against Northwestern? I don't yeah. – some, something has to be addressed there because no offense to Ty Hamilton, he shouldn't have twice as many snaps <clears> as <throat> Mike Hall. That's just – I'm going to probably die on that hill if I have to. He played 19 – it was just crazy for a guy of – His caliber? His caliber, his explosive playmaking that we've seen, especially the inter- – I don't mind – like you said, I don't mind rotating, but he's been one of the best players. He should be – Getting seventy percent of those snaps, you know, that's uh, yeah, kind to of me, that's got to be the number for the to the starters. You have to mm-hmm. be playing seventy percent of the snaps. And when well, they, Anderson played about seventy seventy five percent of the snaps. Yeah, when that's they're it. when they're running sixty times in this game, the clock is moving quick. There's no reason to you're not as you said, the guys aren't getting tired. There's forty five seconds between plays. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not like you yeah. can't substitute because they're right. standing oh, there yeah. waiting. Oh, I know. Like, there are times you know now. what they're going to do. Well, now you yeah. get caught where if you don't sub, I mean, they can go 10 plays in a row. You can't get guys off the field. But when they're standing there over yes. the ball, they would have been like, hey, you know I what? Mean, go on, come off. Pat Fitzgerald cool. yeah. took a knee with two and a half minutes to go in the first half. We're like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> I mean, that's, it was amazing. That was, that was the way that game went. This isn't a situation that you're like, oh, we, you gotta, you're going to risk not being able to sub in later. Like, this mm-hmm. is just – it didn't make sense. And I, I'm fine with it in the beginning of the game. I actually don't think Ty Hamilton played a poor game at all. I thought he played all right. I, my issue specifically is that Zach Harrison and JT Tumaloa should not be off the field for Ohio State. Uh, I'm 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 not even on the same hill as he is when it comes to defensive tackle rotation because I understand Mike Hall is a pass rusher more so than he is a run stuffer. He still just finds a way to to disrupt things. But to me, Zach Harrison and JT Tumaloa sh- should not be off the field in a game that is. At that point, period. Yeah. Because come November 26th, you're going to, well, maybe not. I guess I don't know. I'm not trying to insult anyone else. It's not even about that. They are just better. It is what it is. When you have to make a stop, even if you don't create a turnover at the four-yard line and get a pick six in the end zone like Haskell Garrett did in 2018, if you force them to punt and go three and out, they're punting into the wind. 
You're going to go on the 30 yard line. 30 yard line. So, like, when you send out guys who are clearly not physical enough to stop nine offensive linemen, which is what Northwestern was doing, and they allow a seven and a half minute, 70 yard drive, it's just confusing. Like, and it, the, the quarter ended, and they still didn't they still put it back out yeah. there. Yeah. And the reason that I bring it up, as you said, Jay Z, is, is about November 26th. Like, yeah. that team is going to be able to run the football or, or is much more capable. They, of doing they so look as if they're going to run the football than, much better. Than Northwestern. Yeah. So I, I feel like there's some element of denial going on in the defensive line room because they graded seven guys as champions on Saturday, and I don't know how that is remotely possible. Hmm. They seem to think that there's no drop-off between the top guys, and I'm telling you there is. You know, argument for me. I'm believing you there is. Generally, that's how it works. There's going to be tiers. That's why there's a starter and a (laughs) non-starter. And if there weren't, unless, like you said, if the production was there and it was equitable production, then okay, you know what? You guys all rotate as much as you want. But when you're having issues and they're putting, they used to take guys out. When I played, if they were just driving the football, (laughs) like, hey, you're not doing well enough. Oh, yeah. That's we're how I would somebody get else in and yeah, I would get in. didn't have a chance. You would Let's miss a tackle. Right. Hey, yeah. like, that's like, clearly happening to, in other positions. Like we go, oh, you go back to the, what's it, the, the Notre Dame game with Josh, Josh Proctor. Proctor. Lathan ran some on Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah they pulled Lathan and put Josh. Lathan missed some tackles. Boom, Proctor, you're back in the game. Like, that's how, that's, hey. That's how it typically works, out of the gap. Right? You're getting some push. J.K. You know Johnson yanked out of the game for Jair Brown, a true freshman who's only played 20 snaps all year. You know what? You, you're not out there being physical. You're not out there doing what you have to do. Get off the field. And that's, and, I, you respect those guys. And you know what? In the room, everybody knows they're not above reproach. Mm-hmm. And you get that. And it's like, all right, you may be a veteran guy. You get a little more leeway. Yeah. I might give you maybe a second play. Yeah. That yeah. You, and it's one thing. Like, sometimes you get beat. But other times, like, hey, you weren't filling a smoke. You weren't performing the way that we practiced. And that's that becomes inherently the issue. <laughs> I'll never forget the time. We had barely barely beat Cincinnati our freshman year. We had Mike Doss and Donnie Nicky with oh, yeah. about 40 starts between each of them yeah. coming in. They were both basically like three-and-a-half-year starters as seniors, and they played terribly. And they're like, oh, yeah. we will bench you. We gave Will you, Allen. You were our captains, yeah. so we gave deference in this. But if that – like, we're spinning down both safeties and no one's going in the middle of the field. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Like, if this ever happens again, we will bench both of you. And guess what? I can let, and everybody Allen, heard it. And Will Allen made yeah. the game-ending play with an yeah. interception. And the next week, Mike Dawson, Donnie, Nicky were back out there doing what they have to do. Yeah. The, I, you know, I did want the to standard give a, is the standard, right. Berm. I want to give a second Buckeye leaf, and one of them is to Lathan Ransom because he got benched in the first half and came out at the start of the second half and made a huge tackle on yeah. fourth and one mm-hmm. that yeah. was the play that led to the Ohio State next touchdown. Well, so when guys know that, though, then they don't go into the hall, coaches, mad. Oh, yeah, say, exactly. No, I got pulled out, and you know exactly why. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get another shot. We're going to put you back in. As long as you don't go over on the sideline and pout like a baby, mm-hmm. we'll put you back in, go make a play. Yeah. And we're good. Yeah, I, I know that people think that this is like we're being too You're negative about this team. But <clears> like, <throat> hater, Berm. And I tried to express this last week in one of our podcasts, but Everyone understands that the the opportunity is there for a national championship this season. It is not always this open. Obvious. There's okay? no great team. There's and no even Georgia. Everyone has yes. a weakness, and and when you are almost creating a weakness, it feels pretty bizarre because it's clear when when Zach Harrison and JT Tumalo are on the field that the play goes way up, and I I just don't understand it, and like. Ohio State fans in general understand that this year is an opportunity, and when you're just taking it away for no reason, I I don't I don't really get it. 
That's all, right. all I'm going to say about that forever. Yeah. I'm done That's all I have that. to say about it. I'll so never talk about it again. Run game and rush defense. We've covered that about as extensively as we possibly could. I didn't could. think the run game was that bad on Saturday. Sure I, mean, I, I do wonder if some of the lateral quickness for Mine Williams and Travion Henderson uh, because of some leg injuries is, is oh, that, causing them yeah. some uh, some missed uh, cutback lanes and stuff like the, that. The field, the, well, what, sure. the, the surface was brutal. It was not good. Yeah, they don't play on grass. They're slippery. Right? They I mean, don't that's play the on first grass. time they probably played on grass. Uh, Penn State was grass. Dry, that's right. Yeah, Penn, Penn State's State. grass is nice. Oh, grass. that's real nice. It was, and it was nice weather. I mean, yeah. It was I mean, not a. It's not a great surface. I just wonder. You know, we're talking about rotation. I think that at that point, I'd like to see Dallin Hayden or someone in there get a just a, a change of pace. I want to pace, see yeah. old Chip. I mean, yeah. No, I thought I thought we might Trayton see him. Played one play. I know and it was a pass block yep. situation. Threw Grandpa's war medals off. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, man. <laughs> I wanted to see you. Like I, I wanted to be, like, po- a dude I this be from, positive. A dude this from Akron that went out to just a kid from Akron played at ASU. Comes back. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Play thought he's gonna probably get some more spot due to linebacker due to injury. Like now you're elevated, yeah. doing the right things. But he's a good kid. Yeah. Like I think he he's gonna run hard. He's yeah. fast. Oh, he's yeah, explosive. He's pretty big. Like. Yeah, shot. Why not? You I, got a guy who's banged up, it appears. I think they got a little uh, nervous about the weather. And like Dallin Hayden, it's been very clear that they are concerned about the ball security. Uh, Chip's an Arizona guy. And, no. and, and I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just like Chip hadn't, had only been practicing there yeah, for two, yeah, two and, weeks. Yeah. That's, that's real, too. And I think may, that situation could look very different against Indiana once you remove that part of it. Um, it going to be we'll 40 see. degrees, game time. going to be cold. But no wind. Since when is that cold to you, Berm? 40? 40's cold. You're going soft. 40's mm, the high temperature. Old age. 40's the I mean, high the temperature new, on Saturday. Listen, I know 42. everybody's upset about the climate change, but I'm telling you, I like this new Ohio autumn. It's amazing. We're getting to <laughs> 70 yeah. degrees. And I know. We're at a cutoff here. San, 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 Diego, <laughs> Ohio. San watched, Diego, Ohio is pretty great. I, I walked out of here last week and said that's exactly I tried to tell people it's the San Diego of the Midwest. You just got to speak into existence. It's eventually going to happen. Yeah. I went to a high school playoff game in a t-shirt and shorts on Friday night. How great was that? I played golf on Friday. Yeah. I think we need to like just get a better sales pitch for the San Diego of the Midwest and like start taking some pictures of people. Bring recruits like, in. Out yeah, on the here boat, you go. We'll take some in. boats out on the Sciota in the yeah. of November and be like, look at this. You want to go sailing? Yeah. We Come got along. it. We yeah. got that for sailing. you. Look at this. I don't know if you can get a sailboat on the side. Ohio State's rowing team is one of yeah. the best in the go country. Look at that boathouse. It's amazing there some, over there. some cutoffs. That's all. I like that. Let's talk positives. Let's talk about Indiana. What do you want to see? What's the score? So I thought my score is 55-10. I feel pretty good about that right, still. Even after in. negative berm came yeah. in. and I such a so negative. I believe I was negative today. No, I thought you were pretty realistic. I mean, with some of the things that had happened. Uh, Everybody I, had eyes. You see what's going on. I thought CJ Stroud played pretty well, all things considered. Yep. I thought yep. Mayan Williams ran the ball well. I have some questions about the receivers dropping some balls, but I, you know, I told Justin before. We it's not like air, that's been going on all no, year. No, it's yeah, like that's... if you're a catcher in baseball and you call for a changeup and someone throws a fastball, it all of a sudden gets on you a little bit and you, you don't see it. And I think that's what happened because every drop that I remember was with the wind. And I think that it was just like, Oh, normally CJ throws it 55 miles an yeah. hour. Today it's coming 65. Things change. So yeah. I'm not going to stress real. about that. Um, you know, I think Ohio State going into this game, you just have to establish that you're a dominant team up front, and you have to go out and roll them over. Uh, Indiana's not good. I, the offensive line has to be better. Do you think they're the worst team in the Big Ten? No. I mean, Nebraska's still in the Big Ten. Uh, hmm. but Worst team they'll play this year in the Big Ten? No, Rutgers is still in the Big Ten. I mean, North Rutgers is up on Michigan. Northwestern uh, is the worst <clears throat> team in the Big Ten. They just got every possible advantage yes. to neutralize it and turn that into a, like, 
a glorified run game scrimmage. Yeah, is uh, all that that was. You know, here's a positive: Ohio State should go after uh, in the recruiting a transfer portal world. Whoever the 99 is for Northwestern, I'd bring him in. I'd borrow it. See if he's a free agent. Yeah, bring him in. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's good. Get him that deal. Let's, let's talk. This is the new world. Of it's a new world. Find that guy. He, he, had, a, he had a lot of Mike Hall to yeah. him. Good player. Um, yeah, so that doesn't mean stand right next to Mike Hall on the sideline. Then I guess. <laughs> I, I want dominant upfront play. I want Ohio State to just go out and and smash mouth someone. So that's what I want. I think. Fonda's I'm talking to what, Schleich what's the line? Here. What's the line on forty one? Forty one. There we've been told. Uh, I'm going to say forty five, fourteen. So forty five, fourteen. You don't think we can get any more than forty five? We can. I just don't. I think the intention is going to be bully ball. Well. Okay, that's. I like that, Justin. What I, I think we will. Be able to run the ball better because we will throw the ball better, you know, unless this wind does jump up to the 30s, you know, 30 mile an hour. But uh, I, I'm, I, know, I was thinking somewhere where Bob is, 55 to 7. I, I think we'll go out and it'll be a comfortable game. I think we'll look better just because we'll have more of our offense that we can go to at any given time. And that makes Indiana's defense have to worry about it. You're not just going to be able to sell out for the run. So, yeah, I think they'll look better now. I mean, who knows what that means, right? I mean, I thought they would be better last week, yeah. even with Northwestern knowing they were going to run the ball and, you know, it just wasn't there. I don't know if they – you know, I was going to ask you guys if you thought there was any, like, rotational things we could do on that inside there because there's – I think that they need to, and I thought they I, were I think going it's to. Worth, I think it's worth giving it a shot, right? Because Matt Jones had to leave. He, he got a holding penalty and had to leave the field uh, because of his comically oversized shoe that's helping him – uh, cope with a foot injury. Got some injuries too. Yeah, that's and a foot injury. Piece. And I, I think I'm like, okay. I thought all last week there was that opportunity, and then I'm okay. Here comes Enoch Mahi right away, mm-hmm. but he left before the third down. I was like, well, so much for that. I mean, yeah. I think it was worth, especially if we we're calling this a run game <laughs> scrimmage, like letting Enoch getting some get out there. Out. I mean, especially if you got a guy who's banged up and he's you know exactly. I, I don't, and I don't think that my understanding is that like Matt Jones can't. Make it better or worse. Like I don't think that rest, uh, rest is really going to help him, mm-hmm. but I think that's just another reason. If he's not going to be at one hundred percent, you should see what else find is there, right? What Enoch Vamahi can provide, yep. or Josh Fryer, or whatever else. Like, yep. Got to. I think at this point, you have two weeks until the real one. So I talked to Schlegs about this, and he said, "You, you know what he loves? Uh, big, um, big Thanos. Yeah, Duane's Duane because he's like." He finishes on dudes. He finishes dudes off. Body on body, dude on dude, That's 300 pounds, not just stabbing a That's hand. That's a lot of finishing. 300 pounds, finishing the dudes on, on the, dudes. the ground. That's the mentality that we all Could you imagine do. a dude like that finishing on you? That, not just throwing a hand at you. Body I mean, on body, on three, body on body. That's the, I have right a on top quote. of you. I, you'll you'll hear some audio from that this week. I mean, I'm sure three hundred pounds, dude on that's, dude, <laughs> finishing him to the ground, right on top of him. That's flesh v flesh. No, thank you. Paris um, Johnson did that on Saturday as well. He took a a guy uh, for a ride, mm, so to speak, all the way to the sideline. I love that. That's awesome. And then laid him down mm, aggressively. Perfect. It's the best. Versus is such run, a he's run, quiet, but he's run a blocking. Mean dude. It's all about attitude. Yeah, you yes. have to know that you're better than the guy across. The blue collar and right. corn fed, knock his junk in the dirt. Anthony I also Schleil. want to see CJ Stroud Schleil. come back and have like a Heisman esque game yes. on Saturday because I don't think he was hurt in the Heisman race on Saturday. No, because everybody was bad. everyone was bad. Uh, Troy Smith in 2006 had a 
105 yard passing game against Illinois. Jeez, that's the, so terrible. The same week of the season that <clears throat> you know we just experienced. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's not like it ruins him from the Heisman, but I do think CJ has not had one of those absolutely gaudy games yet this year, and I, I think that. Maybe maybe you want to. I think November 26th would be the best. Really yeah. good time so, to have something like really that. A lot of people Indiana. watching against would. a perceived really good team. Mm-hmm. And, and then, the, if you do it then, Bob, you also get to play an extra game the next mm-hmm. week. That's right. That leaves uh, an imprint of yes. the old noodle. One thing that I think that did open up, which would be interesting, is depending on how things shake out, and Notre Dame, honestly, would have as big a hand to play in this as anything because they could finish off USC. Is you could have a two conference, oh yeah, playoff. college football mm-hmm. playoff, depending how very the SEC championship looks, and depending on how TCU does, Ohio State, TCU Michigan, and Oregon look. will have some. Yeah, but TCU game. has the most to say about it. I TCU think. has the most to say, but if they lose yeah. a game, I think they'll they'll be the perception there, depending on how they lose. And we should talk them. about this on a Tuesday episode. Absolutely, of the podcast, you know, we can get that done. <laughs> There's a lot there. The one thing I do want to see flipped is the third downs. Um, Four of 15 and 11 of 20 are great stats as long as they're for your offense yeah. and defense, not <laughs> yeah. the Especially, reverse. Yeah, not the reverse, yeah. That's, it's been a great thing all year. Oh, we've had the best. We've well, had one of the, yeah. two of the best on offense Saturday and defense. Was and bizarre. It was like flipped. Yeah. I'm like, it was just a weird We were weird 0 for 8 day. on third down at one point in time in the game. Half, yeah. It was a bizarro. The bizarre. The weather was bizarre. I mean, you don't and they, see And that. they had a false start due to crowd noise. Mm. So... Zach Harrison kept pumping the crowd. I'm like, that is awesome. (laughs) On the road. (laughs) On the road. There's no better. can't hear you. There is no bigger teabag than literally getting that. Pumping the road crowd. Uh, Dewan got a false start that I think, like, for some reason, Northwestern's band and their music was playing, like, during the plays. And there was one point where somebody, somebody in the band hit a, a note. Yeah. And Dewan just went as soon as the note hit. So I don't know if that was. It was weird. Like they, you know, they're supposed to stop right with, yeah. and they did not stop. Hmm. It was a fun day all the way around. Yeah, good times. I think Ohio State's going to win fifty-two to seven this week because of Indiana's massive deficiency on offense, and they're down. I believe. Yeah, third stringer third coming stringer into the shoe. In. Have That's fun with that. Ideal. I think Jim Knowles will. I have a few things. Oh, Jim will be fired up this week too because yeah. he doesn't like not playing well. Yeah, he and he mentioned that last week when Burm asked him about giving up the late touchdown to Penn State. <laughs> hey, what about giving up nine of twenty on <laughs> third down? Yeah, I don't think he'll like that. So, um, five more days of practice and preparation to go for Ohio State. Noon banger, Ohio State mm-hmm. and Indiana. The Buckeyes are nine and zero. They are number two in the country in the college football playoff rankings. There will be a, a new version. Tuesday night, spoiler, they're still going to be number two, I believe. But I guess I we'll think see. So. People are trying to talk themselves so. into Michigan, but we'll see. No. Be, they were losing they were, the Rutgers. In the third quarter with eight People minutes to go. People forget about that. So I'm just, saying like, eight minutes to go, they were down. But, you know, that's the perception. You yeah. know, those, the those the best makers. thing is that this game got buried because of everything else that, that happened. happened that day, yes. Yeah. It, we forgot about it by the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> like, look what's happening here to Tennessee. Oh, I know, yeah. And then it started raining and, and weird. Yeah. People stop scoring. Yeah. It's like it's hard huh. to play bad weather. How about that? What a nice reminder that everybody <laughs> got uh, on Saturday. I uh, appreciate uh, Nicole Cox, even though she was not here, handling some serious business from mm. work, mm. Uh, getting ready for the Roosters Bowl trip giveaway. Catching chickens. Making sure that there's enough <laughs> There's no more shortages <laughs> around here. Nicole's out there on the farm. That's right. She's doing the, uh, the Lord's Her work. and Kate Stover, I think, are catching chickens right <laughs> now. <laughs> Farmer Gronk. $2 mozzarella sticks on Tuesday. Mm. Uh, that's Jay-Z. Appreciate Bill Landis. Bob, Berm, I am Austin. Thanks for joining us again for uh, the live show at Roosters. 
in the Horseshoe Lounge. It's a fun, casual joint. Enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, enjoy the game on Saturday.